0: now. Fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. We are about to talk to Doug Ford and I want to get right to it but to set the scene, you just heard Kathleen Wynne warn that it's dangerous to vote for him. This after Andrea Horvath unveiled the NDP platform yesterday. It contained different versions of the programs in the Liberal budget. Subsidized daycare averaging $12 a day, pharmacare and dental care, a 30% cut in hydro rates and Interestingly, a smaller deficit than the Liberals are projecting. The tax hikes to pay for this will only kick in at $220,000 of income. So uh, are those goodies that you would vote for? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. But uh, first, what does Doug Ford have to say about this? Hi, Doug. How you doing, Libby? Fine. How are you?
2: Good. We're in the great town of Brockville today and had a great meeting in Cornwall, another packed house, and the uh, packed house in Ottawa. You know, Libby, people are just, just fed up. They're, they're fed up when I crisscrosses this uh, province, and they're tired of uh, the wind liberals, been taxing them to death, no matter if it's in their uh, pocketbook on their taxes or, or on their hydro rates. And uh, again, we're, we're the most indebted region. A subnational debt in the entire world so she's not going to hoodwink uh, the people like uh, she has in the past uh, people see right through it uh, the problem is Kathleen Wynne thinks she's smarter than the people the people are smarter than, than Kathleen Wynne.
1: um Doug, uh, you've always said that you uh, believe y- you have an ability to draw people from the left, uh, people who would normally vote NDP. Um, what do you make of the platform that Andrea Horvath released yesterday? And, and is it a threat to uh, that voter?
2: Not, not at all. They're they're, they're terrified that both the Liberals and NDP, because every single meeting I go to, every meeting, People come up to me and say, I've been a lifelong liberal, but I'm voting for you. I'm a lifelong NDP voter, but I'm voting for you. A gentleman pulled out their orange card the other day. Said, Doug, I've never voted PC, but I know you have the box of the, the little guy. But what is the problem
1: with, with the pro- platform that she released yesterday, in your view?
2: Well, it's just not sustainable. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you know, something. Uh, I'm not worried about the NDP or the Liberals. I'm going to focus on making sure we put money back from the taxpayers' pocket, Libby, opposed to the government's pocket. We're going to make sure we have an accountable and transparent government. The most vulnerable people in society—they're going to be paying zero percent tax. Anyone earning minimum wage, because under the Liberals, they were gouging them. They, they went from eleven and change up to fourteen dollars. Their tax rate went up and. And uh, it's, it's a shame when you pretend that you're going to take care of them and all you do is collect more taxes off them. We have the carbon tax that's adding 4.7 cents per liter. Uh, people can't afford it. It's unaffordable. It's unsustainable. And we're going to take a different approach.
1: Um, gonna- I, I want to ask you about that that promise that people paying minimum wage uh, won't pay tax, which, by the way, we talked about here weeks ago on this show on Fight Back. Uh, yeah. There have been... Uh, Economists, granted left-wing economists who've crunched the numbers and said that actually minimum wage earners would be better off with the extra dollar uh, increase in the minimum wage. Uh, uh, that's from the uh, Center for Policy Alternatives. They say mm-hmm. that most minimum wage earners would be1,100 bucks ahead of your proposal
2: well that's you know something unfortunately that's that's not accurate we're we're gonna actually put approximately eight hundred and fifty nine hundred dollars back into the people's pocket uh, opposed to the government's pocket it's it's pretty uh, clear cut
1: well they want they, they...
2: want to continue uh taxing the people driving up hydro rates and i'm gonna put a zero percent tax on anyone earning it's approximately under thirty thousand dollars uh a year
1: well uh, apparently um most people earning minimum wage or a lot of people earning minimum wage don't pay income tax anyway because of deductions for child care dependence medical uh so that's why uh she is saying this is an economist Sheila block that that they would actually end up eleven hundred bucks ahead
2: well again i I disagree with that once we put our our uh, budget forward. Uh, there's going to be tax exemptions for not only people on minimum wage, but average income uh, homes that uh, have an average income. Uh, we're going to make sure that we reduce their, their taxes. We're going to reduce their hydro rates, too. The hydro rates are outrageous right now. They're the highest in North America. And what's the most insulting thing ever is when you do a comparator, Libby, and all the CEOs across the the country, when it comes to the hydro, who's uh, running uh, their hydro and no matter if it's B.C., Manitoba, uh, Quebec Hydro, they're all making roughly 450000 to $550,000. Our CEO is making $4.5 million. Then, to add insult to injury, they, they give themselves a $1.7 million raise, but he didn't stop there. He gave all his pals $14 million, over $14 million. Of bonuses, bonuses for what? Gouging the people, for high, having the highest hydro rates in North America. Uh, that is totally disrespecting the taxpayer. I,
1: I I do want to ask you about this because uh, there's been also a lot of criticism. Of, uh your promise to, to fire them because number one people say it won't change hydro rates and number two uh, according to the the contract in their circular it could it could cost up to 10 million dollars to, to fire him because uh, like most CEOs if he's fired he gets three years
2: okay so let, let's let's first go back back up a little bit there we have a lot of tools uh at our disposal in, in the province. To get rid of him, he is going. You can put that in the bank. He's going, and the whole board is going. It's the mentality. How can you sit there? And when I'm tr- crisscrossing the province with me, and people are in tears. Last night, a lady came in tears to me with her hydro bill. We had witnesses. It was all over the place, and she she couldn't pay her hydro bill. And this guy gets up and slaps people in the face and gives themselves a 1.7 million dollar raise and gives all his buddies 14 million dollars and we're supposed to turn a blind eye and say that's not that's okay no we're going to change the mentality so all the bureaucrats all the big paid bureaucrats that are gouging the taxpayers we're putting you on notice it's about respecting the taxpayers not slapping in the face by saying you pay your bill and we're going to get a nice bonus off the backs of the hard-working taxpayers is is it worth paying 10 million bucks for that it's more than worth it, because we're going to save more than $10 million. When you have a mentality of the CEO not giving
1: two hoots
2: about the taxpayers, that's the mentality these bureaucrats have to get their hands around. It's, it's not happening okay, anymore. Just, the party's over. Just, with the just let me money. confirm.
1: You're going to get rid of the CEO, even if it costs $10 bucks to do that. He,
2: he is going out that door. He is going out that door. So let's do the math here. This is all the brilliant geniuses on the left that think it's not worth it. So he's making $6 million and all those cornies are making $14 million bonuses on top of their salaries. So you're, you're looking at $30 million. E- easy, easy. Let's just use the $6 million. We can find someone for $450,000 or five fifty to do a better job, put money back in their pockets. Now, quick math, quick math, <laughs> we're actually saving saving money. So two years, at let's say 500 for argument's sake that's a million dollars two years of his salary is 12 million dollars so right off the hop we're ahead not mentioning they're going to be giving out 14 million dollars in bonuses this is a no-brainer i will challenge anyone in this country to challenge me on this
1: and Obviously, and okay they don't
2: they don't understand numbers and how will learn.
1: that lower hydro rates
2: we're going to go in there and we're going to look at the green energy act that's gone Because every time you drive by uh, windmills, my friends, you're losing money. We are losing money. All these backroom deals that these investment bankers are making hundreds of millions of dollars. I've even heard figures of a billion dollars. They're done. They're done. All the cronyism, all the liberal insiders and and all the political uh, establishment that have been raking the taxpayers over the coals, the party's over. The grassroots people have spoken. They're going to have a loud voice, and we're going to start representing the common people in this, this province opposed to all the political insiders that have been gouging, gouging the taxpayers. And Kathleen Wynne's turned a blind eye to it. Matter of fact, Kathleen Wynne squashed even releasing her salaries. If it wasn't for Doug Ford, hammering away, hammering away to divulge her salaries, no one would have even known. Uh, She would have turned a blind eye to it.
1: Okay, Doug, I have to ask you about this. Yesterday, there was a very comprehensive poll. Uh, On the positive side, it showed that your favorables are ahead of where Tim Hudak was at this time. Uh, But I have to say I was surprised. A big part of this poll uh, was talking about allegations about you that were printed in the Globe and Mail, um, that you sold drugs back in the eighties. There were a lot of questions about that. Yeah, Did you know people something? believe it?
3: Let, let me
2: let me address that right off the top, which I've addressed a thousand times. If that's the best they have, the right lies. Good luck to them. I'm looking forward. I have an incredible record in helping the people. My whole life, no matter if it's through Rotary, no matter if it's donating my salary in, in council the charities no matter if it's sacrificing your time and effort and helping every charitable organization I can possibly think of that has come to me, you know, if that's the best they got, good luck.
1: Is that going to be a campaign issue, do you think?
2: You know something, they've addressed this before. They've addressed it before. I'm focusing on a great record that I've given back to the people of Toronto, back to the people of Ontario. I'm not doing this for Doug Ford. We're doing it to change this province. There's almost 14 million people that are in in terrible, terrible shape in this province because of the reckless, reckless spending and the backroom deals and the political corrupt. We've never seen a government more politically corrupt ever in this country than we've seen under the wind liberals. Um,
1: I want to ask you about a full platform um, we saw the NDP come out with it yesterday and it's fully costed whether you agree with that or not we've had the liberal budget. Uh, you've said that you're going to stick with something smaller and simpler but are we going to see and when are we going to see a full costed platform?
2: Well I think I've been rolling it out I've been talking about it for the last couple of months this is going to be my third announcement I'm rolling another announcement out today which is again, it's going to be great for the taxpayers, as it was
1: uh, Is that the green announcement. energy announcement?
2: I'm going to be rolling that out in another hour or so, so stay tuned. We're okay. going to have another uh, platform announcement. And, and this is all about making sure we hold the government accountable. We bring transparency to the taxpayers because they haven't seen any transparency whatsoever. We're going to bring integrity back to the taxpayers.
1: Uh, so is is that the way it's going to be done? Like one thing at a time?
2: That's how we're going to do it. Libby, we're going to keep common sense approach uh, when we run this government. It's going to be about the grassroots people. It's not going to be about the backroom lobbyists and and the, the establishment and the political insiders that have been running this province for fifteen years. I know it. I think you know it, Libby. I think anyone that's been around politics knows it. It's been a disaster for this province. And people and are fed up and we're going to move forward. We'll make this province the most prosperous region in the entire country to do business in.
1: And, and what about the, uh, you know, the other parties say that there's no way you can do what you are promising without big cuts to programs and big job cuts?
2: Well, very simple. As I, as I said the other day, I may, I'll make a deal with Kathleen Wynn. If she stops telling lies about me, I'll stop telling the truth about Kathleen Wynn. Because all she's doing is pulling the scare tactics again. I have a proven record. She has a proven record of destroying this province and wasting billions of dollars. And when I say billions, is it billions? There's eight billion dollars from e health. Uh, that we we've seen nothing. Eight billion dollars, one point one billion on the gas plants, two billion on smart meters, four and a half million on the on the CEO's salary, four hundred million on the Presto, three hundred no I could go on all day here. I could go on all day of the billions and billions of dollars that she's absolutely wasted. We're going to take a different approach. Uh, We're going to empower the people. She believes empowering the government. I, I take a different approach. The little guy has to have a voice.
1: Okay, Doug, I want to take a few calls. Do you have time to stay uh, on absolutely. the line? Sure. Pardon? Sure? Okay. Yes, I will. Okay, let's go to Sharon in Hamilton. Hi, Sharon. Hello, How are you? Fine. How are you? You're on the um, air.
2: Hi, Sharon. How um, are you doing?
1: Hello, Doug. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, Andrea Lovak,
4: um did a speech yesterday, and I thought that um, she did very well, but she could have done better.
2: Well, you know, so I have nothing bad to say about Andrea. I actually, I, I, I like Andrea. Unfortunately, yeah. her policies. Well, I,
4: I don't like Kathleen Wynne because she kept she keeps saying promises and then she doesn't then she backs. She Karen, says she's going to do something, and then she does something else. Well, she thinks she's smarter than I you. I don't like she,
2: that. Yeah, well, she thinks she can hoodwink the people like she has for the liberal government for 15 years. The people see right through it. They truly believe this liberal government, when, thinks she can continue lying to the people, and it's going to work again. Her lies are done. People are finished with her. We're going to Karen, turn she, this province she, around.
4: And there's people, that, there's people that are disabled that want to work, but they're not able to.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And by the way, I love the people of Hamilton. I was there. I think there's no other town I've been into more than because,
4: Hamilton and uh, we're going to win seats disability in Hamilton. Myself. And yeah, I've, well, been trying, I've been trying everything. And I can't get, get a job because I'm visually impaired and hearing impaired. Oh, I, well,
2: help, help is on its way, Sharon. Help is on the way for yourself. Help is on its way for every person in Hamilton. We're going to attract companies. We're going to lower hydro rates. We're going to make sure we lower taxes, and make sure that this province thrives again. We were the engine of Ontario at one time. Now we're a have-not province.
1: uh, Okay, Sharon, thanks for your call. Let's go to Don in Toronto. Hi, Don. Hi, how you doing, Libby? Fine. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, Mr. Ford,
3: how are you?
2: Good, my friend.
1: Yeah, I I just have two
3: quick things. Uh, First, about Andrea. She says that she wants to lower the hydro bills by 30%. I'm still waiting for the 15% reduction in my uh, car, car insurance. insurance.
4: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. that was Kathleen Wynn that didn't deliver on that.
3: Yeah, well, she, Andrea made the deal with the Liberals, did she not? Well, yeah, uh, she I did. think
1: she learned something from that.
3: Yeah, well, she went <laughs> back to the drawing board and learned some more. The second thing, I don't know these people who do these numbers. You said that they said it's better that these people take the $15. Is that correct? Yep. Now if they take the $15, the wind government says all these people have deductions. Does she not realize there's a lot of single people who work? They don't have childcare deductions or you other deductions. It. They just well, have the normal that, ones.
2: That's Don, you nailed That's it. true. You nailed it. Don, there's a ton of people, single people that don't have the opportunity to have deductions. And if you don't de- get deductions, guess what, Don? You're being gouged.
3: Oh, I, You're being I know and by and the liberal government dollars, they're still going to pay more tax on that extra buck. And who and who gets it? The win government to waste more money on other things, you know. You're going to win, and I'd want you to win strong with a majority, not a minority.
2: No, we're going to win with a majority with your help, Don, and the other listeners. uh, We're going to win, and I I always tell Libby, there's no radio station. (laughs) I I've been on more radio stations around this province. There's no radio station. You have more positive call-ins than, than Libby's uh, show and, here.
1: And, you know, we, we have people uh, who have the opposite view on a lot. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to be talking to that economist, so stay tuned. Um, uh, she has crunched the numbers. Uh, I've given the outline of that, but I just want to make the point. We had, Andre- we had Andrea Horvath on uh, last week. Uh, Kathleen Wynn not so much. Uh, she doesn't like to come on here. Uh, but uh, people, you have a chance to hear all sides here. Anyway, uh, let's hear from Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Fine. How,
3: how you doing, Bob? Not bad. How are you doing, Doug? I met you at a couple of your meetings.
4: One yeah, of the well, I've
2: got to be, full disclosure, I'm biased already. He's from Etobicoke, our hometown. Yeah,
4: I know. <laughs> okay, now one of the things is not pointing out about that $1, yeah. that $1 could be a job killer. So yeah. that those people that maybe get the dollar, maybe it, maybe it is an advantage to them, but if that kills jobs and fewer little small little mom-and-pop shops can't afford to hire that one person because that $1, it's better that... Yeah. They don't get the dollar, they get the tax savings, because it is a job killer. The $14 is a job killer. Well, I've got Bob. it. I,
1: I, let me interject here, please. So um, there's no question that all of this is rolling out very quickly, and it's tough on small business owners. But but when it first came in in January, there were very bad job numbers, and uh, conservatives pounced on that, say, you see, we thought it was a job killer, and then the very next month... The job numbers came back up. So um, it's not clear. Let me
2: jump in here, uh, Libby. Let let me tell you, Libby. Those numbers, ask your economist friend, because I've heard it. She hasn't heard it. She hasn't crisscrossed Ontario. Close to 90,000 people are going to lose their jobs. I think it's over 60,000 people. Students have lost their jobs. No one's hiring students anymore. I'm telling you, I hear it. I, I went to the little home hardware store. He laid off three people. Every restaurant I go into, they're laying people off. There's one small business that I know of that I've been into across this province that people haven't lost their jobs, including students. Students are out in the cold under, under this proposal. They're losing their jobs. Wait until this summer when no one's hiring students. Well,
1: that, that is absolutely, I have heard that, and also other oh, things. Uh, I've heard that there there are some people um, uh, who of, work in sheltered workshops who are also losing their jobs importance. because of that.
2: It's going to be over 100,000 people are going to lose their jobs. Mark my words, I hear it firsthand and every town I go to. So,
4: okay. The thing is, what what uh, I I'm a, I'm supporting Doug, and the reason is we need jobs. There yes. is You know, like free daycare. What good is free daycare if you haven't got a job? You can stay home and take care of your kids. If we have jobs, people need, need daycare. I know people have got three kids in daycare. Neither of the two people are working.
1: What do we need daycare for? Free daycare. Or we have to fill oh, the I, I, you know on the on the other end jobs. I know a lot of people who work and uh, the daycare is crippling the I cost know of it That's
2: right well Bob the number one the number one thing you could help someone is a job you put money in their pocket they enjoy working a job is a priority and we're lo- we lost 300,000 jobs manufacturing jobs under this liberal regime. And if it continues, we'll lose another three hundred thousand. We also, an end to that.
1: We also gained a lot of different jobs. Let's take one more from uh, Keith in Stouffville. Hi, Keith.
3: Hi. How are you? Fine. Oh, I'm glad You're- I got on. I okay. wanted to
1: say it's not so
3: much uh, uh, they're gain that they're, you know the Liberals are saying. Oh no, we gained jobs it's what people are paying now because they are paying that you're paying more everything you do everywhere you go the grocery store the gas station oh by the way kathleen Wynn also put four cents on a liter of gas i think it was about a year ago that was a tax. i don't even know if anybody mentions that when you go up to the gas going station now going again under the carbon Doug, tax Doug, another 4.7 percent. as far as you're concerned let me tell you something it's so hypocritical The people elected uh, uh, Trudeau, who's legalizing marijuana, and they're talking about you being a bad guy. You know, (laughs) I mean, it's just it's just so Uh, hypocritical. That's That's the way they work.
2: I'll tell you one thing, Keith, yourself and the rest of the callers, we're going to turn this province around together. We'll make sure that's going to be the engine of Canada When you grew up, Keith, when I grew up, we used to be the engine of Canada. We're a have-not province right now. We're going to get back to prosperity and jobs.
1: Okay,
3: And I'll be be voting for you, Doug, for sure.
1: Okay, Keith, thanks for that. Uh Um, Thank you. Doug, we're going to have to wrap things up, but the marijuana thing uh, reminds me of a question I had. Uh, The last time I talked to you, you talked about privatizing the marijuana regime when it becomes legal. Um, is is that still what well, you're what, saying?
2: What I said, and I'll be very clear, I, I think we got to be super cautious. This is a road we're going down. We've never went down before. We're going to consult with the police. That's a priority. We're going to consult with the community. But in, in saying that, we're going to start off in the, in the liquor stores. But I, I don't believe in government sticking their hands and, and do it. And I've always said, this wasn't my idea. It was, If it was up to me, I wouldn't be doing it. But this is been handed to us by the liberals. It's been handed to us by Kathleen Wynne. We have to be super, super cautious. And and then and then putting these stores beside a school—that's unheard of. It's unheard of. Happened under Kathleen Wynn. And I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Okay. But thank you, Libby. It's great talking to your listeners. I love coming on your show.
1: Okay, great. Well, we love to have you. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Look forward to it. Thank okay. Bye, bye. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue that conversation about minimum wage. As I said, there's an economist who has crunched the numbers carefully and said, people on minimum wage, you'd be better off with the uh, dollar increase that the conservatives would uh, take off, would freeze for right now. So uh, we're going to talk about that when we return. Uh, thanks for your calls. If you had a question uh, for or a comment about Doug, Free for All Friday is coming up, but uh, we're still on the minimum wage question. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.